All right, we are live and we'll just give one second while we go to live share on all of our platforms. There we go. All right, so thank you everyone for joining us today. We're here for another session of the MSP Initiative. I'm very excited to be joined by both Corey Everly and David Coles of Castle Rock Sky. So uh, how's it going? Guys, yeah, do you guys want to take a second and introduce yourselves? I'm Corey. I'm Dave. <laughs> uh, we're with Castle Rock Sky. We're an MSP. Uh, believe it or not, in the town of Castle Rock. Not that that should scare anybody. That uh, our marketing genius uh, came up with that name, but it's a little bit south of Denver. It's in one of the suburbs. Um, we've been around for officially less than a year. Um, this has kind of been brewing for a year, year and a half, but. Yeah, we, uh, we service mostly the financial services firms in, in Denver. And also, uh, interesting enough, we've had a big push into the nonprofit space in, in Colorado. So that's kind of who we focus on. Most of our clients are in the, the uh, demographic of 10. Well, that's not demographic. It's size of about 10 to about 75 employees, okay. what we focus on. So. Awesome. I guess that's that. I'm sitting on top of this rock over here. Is that is actually Castle Rock right here? So, <laughs> a gorgeous Perfect. day. It's a gorgeous day. Yeah. No, it looks beautiful there. Um, you know, one of the main things that I asked uh, Corey and David to join for was we. You know, we do these surveys at the end of the MSP initiative. If you haven't done one of these yet or filled one of these out yet, I highly encourage it. Or if you are sitting there saying, "Hey, I wish they talked about X or Y," jump on, fill out the survey at the end. Or email our team. Well, we do pay attention to those. We do read those. And one of the biggest ones we kept getting asked for was sales. Um, it's a weird year, all right. Um, the guys who used to do the George Orr sales, that, that's obviously taken a pretty strong halt um, over the last year. And now I think it's into this, you know, what's next? And, uh, you know, do things permanently change? Um, you know, and how do we move forward? So, I mean, I obviously don't want you guys to give away the secret sauce. You guys are clearly doing really well. And uh, it's not a secret, but yeah, I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you about the sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit? Actually, you know what? I have a quick question off of uh, what you're saying there. Nonprofits. I've seen that go really well. And I've seen that go really bad. Uh, I've seen it kind of go both Sounds kind of like regular clients too, huh? True. Very First true. Uh, <laughs> Before you go any further, Dave, what in the world are you drinking out of? Is that your... Oh. Oh yeah, I'm sporting my. Uh, they can't my see it. Friendship, friendship is magic uh, mug. <laughs> Love it. Okay. I my daughter like, was pretty sure your... that I bought it for her, but uh, she was wrong. I didn't know if that was your My Little Pony coffee cup, so I was a little. <laughs> yep. Anyhow, sorry to digress. I just got. No, sidebar. that was that was a good question. I actually uh, I had missed it the first time, so I'm happy I got a good look at it. Yeah. Um, I so you want to talk about nonprofits and how great they are? Uh, you know, I, I'm just I, I've heard MSPs say that they've gone into it and they've done really well. And I've heard MSPs and, and it could be geography. It could be a lot of things. I know one of the struggles I've heard in the past is, well, my MSPs don't give me a certain cut. And that's why nonprofits tend to go in the, in the past direct. Um, oh you know, yeah. Like a so, tech soup. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, so, so a lot of the, the not, you know, nonprofits are always looking for, you know, the discount up front for being a nonprofit and not all vendors offer that. So I, I know I've, I've heard MSPs run into that plenty of times. Um, but yeah, I mean, how are you guys finding it overall? Um, we actually, the, the 
Let me think out loud here, Dave. What do we have? <clears throat> Two or three nonprofits that we sponsor right now. We're in the midst of uh, helping one of them. This will be the nightmare that we probably talk about, uh, Alec, is a another nonprofit is, is trying to get out of an R, uh, out of an agreement. They're about a, Dave, help me out. Are they about 150 people, 150 users? Is that fair? Yeah, I think they peaked yeah. 180 at one point, but. Yeah, but one, the, the first nonprofit was a referral to us. And they're like, hey, you guys are perfect. You should take care of them. These are great. And then once, once we met them, um, we're like, oh my gosh, this is like right up our alley. We like, we like what their mission is. Plus they were good people. They were fun and easy to work with. Um, one of the things out here in Colorado was on Nonprofit Gives Day, Colorado, what was that back in December? If you follow us on LinkedIn, you'll see that back, back in December, we highlighted them and they're only a five, six, well, now they're gonna be a six person company, but they just weren't getting any of the attention that they needed as from their MSP. Their, the MSP that they had really kind of had them on like a block time, call us when you need something, but don't call us. Okay. And then when they would call, it would take days for them to get back, which still baffles Dave and I, that it takes no, people that long. That. But we, we put them on an all-you-can-eat plan. Um, we had talked to them what their spend was. I, Dave, did they even know that they could get nonprofit Microsoft? Well, I was going to say that to, to us so far, the secret, the secret has really been every nonprofit that we run into is kind of wrestles with this, this question of how do we maximize our spend, right? Because they're all, everybody's trying to save money. Everybody's trying to get value for what their spending is, but nonprofits in particular, you know, are going back to the boards and justify all the dollar spend. That's a cost. It's not a direct, it's not a direct, I'm helping the cause exactly, kind of yeah. a dollar and you know it it's all infrastructure it's all part of the operating expenses so um <clears throat> one of the things that we've really tried to do and we still have a ways to go um is first off uh try to put together a solution that we can look them in the eye and say guys this is the most maximized package of things that you can get that you need to have you have to have security in place you have to mm -hmm. have you know operational stuff in place and we've gone out and made all the phone calls and we're still in the process of beating up all the vendors to keep pushing that for you guys. So you don't, you guys don't have to waste all this time saying, well, is there, there's somebody, um, you know, out of, uh, out of Russia that's offering nonprofits free anti-malware, right? That sounds great. Let's do that. Um, you know, you can kind of take a breath and rest assured that the package that we're offering you is vetted and it's, it's as much as we can possibly make it optimized for a nonprofit where we're getting vendor discounts and, and those kinds of things. And so that to us has been the real value add where when you can sit down and say, like Corey said, we've run into two or three where they, no one's ever told them that they can go get 10 free M365 licenses. licenses. Uh, yeah. They might know about TechSoup. They might be getting you know, a discounted rate. They might be paying less uh, as they should be, but they don't know the depth of what's available to them because they're not us They're you know, they don't spend their lives hanging out with the vendors and finding these things out. Yeah. So one of the keys I think for, for a really successful relationship with a nonprofit is speaking their language and, and really communicating. Yeah. We're bringing you value. I'm not just selling you the cheapest discounted package available. Yeah. You're getting what you need for a price that's reasonable for a nonprofit. Yeah, it makes sense. Absolutely. I think that was a lot of the worry in the past was that the margin thins out when you start trying to 
like you said, meet that demands of the board. Um, well, it does yeah, and it can, but yeah. And we just, uh, this particular one that we're talking about, we just did their uh, QBR last week. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's not a top five client for us as far as revenue and profit, and that's fine. But we still are selling them the same products. So we went down the path of, hey, we really have to implement SOC as a service for you guys, and here's why. And they totally get it. The only difference is they have to turn around and then go back to somebody on the board and say, hey, we need to add this into our stack this year, and here's why. I mean, SOC as a service is pretty simple to do um, with everything that's going on right now. But yeah, yeah, you know, again, it's not a top five, but this particular one, we love who they are. We love what they do. Um, Can't tell you who their number one donor is but let's put it this way they make the best burritos in denver is that very nice is that fair enough i know there's one person on here that's from denver i can see the attendees so i I won't (laughs) i won't give it away but treef probably knows who it is anyhow so Well, uh, on that, I mean, obviously you talk now about managing that client, right. And growing them yeah. and, and working with them. What are you guys seeing out there for, I mean, you're a little bit South of Denver. Are yep. you expanding outside of your service area? You know, how did you guys react last year when you know things hit and went digital? Um, you know, what yeah. was kind of the plan there? <laughs> what was the plan? <laughs> First uh, there was no plan, but, <laughs> but then we, we, the we kind of figured Try out. Try not well, to drown. Try not yeah. to die. Um, no, we're, we're big fans of work from home anyhow. I mean, uh, so it kind of fit right into our wheelhouse. And then most of everything we were doing with our clients was over teams. You know, Mm -hmm. I know we're on zoom, but I mean, we were doing, we were doing everything through teams. We were educating people on the difference between zoom and teams. And, uh, I want to say hangouts. There wasn't hangouts, but, uh, down where we're at, uh, my wife's a teacher in the Douglas County School District. Oh, yeah, we really had to educate open. everybody, yeah, how how this works. Um, little shout out to teachers. They're usually last on the technology stack, so I had to explain to her how it worked. Uh, my mom's a special ed teacher, so I yeah. did a crash course in Google Classroom when this all started. <laughs> right, and you're like, what in the world is this? But no, I mean, as far as last year, there was uh, it didn't really deviate us too far from our plan of what we were doing anyhow. So it didn't really affect us like it probably did some of the larger MSPs in, in, in our geographic region. But we've always been focused on right now, just staying in the, the Denver Metro or the state of Colorado. But we do have a couple of clients that have offices and remote workers mm-hmm. anyhow. So it's one of those fun questions where people are like, what's your territory? What's your ge- geography? I'm like, well, well, we'll do anything in the world. But I mean, we prefer to do stuff that's headquartered or at least has an office here in yeah. on the Denver front range is what we call it here. So makes sense. Yeah. We, um, you know, Bevoy operates uh, pretty remotely, which is nice. Um, we have a kind of a cluster of people in upstate New York where I am a cluster of people in Philadelphia. And then uh, it's actually a practice we adopted from our MSP was um, because of where we are with New York and DC and you know, Philadelphia yeah. and New Jersey, you just get so many people that are sucked into these giant companies. It was really hard to hire talent. And right. because of that, we naturally evolved into, we hired actually somebody in Denver. We hired somebody in uh, Portland. We kind of spread out across the calendar. 
um, you know, across the States. And, and the nice thing there was I, all of a sudden we had coverage in all these different time zones as people just working their normal day or even just, you know, one hour ahead schedule. Um, we we're right. getting incredible coverage. So that worked out really well for us. So, uh, definitely no stranger to that myself. Yeah. Perfect. So once you did that, how'd, uh, how'd you start selling again? What was, uh, what was that like? You know, um, one of the things that I would like to say we're pretty good at is we do get referrals from our clients and we don't really ask, we don't like flat out ask for them. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to date myself, but back in the nineties, uh, I had a Northwestern mutual life rep. And at the end of every meeting you'd have with them, they're like, okay, give us three people that we can call and you can refer to. I mean, we don't do that, yeah. but we've had people, you know, say, Hey, you should talk to these guys or these guys are really struggling or we'll flip it around and say, Hey, do you know anyone else that's kind of going through what you're going through? We have seen that in the nonprofit space where the executive director again, at this particular nonprofit, it's like, oh, you should talk to these guys. You should talk to those guys. He's even forwarded us emails of, of their internal network where, hey, these guys are looking for so-and-so. You should probably reach out to them. And, and he's even said, if you need a warm intro, we'll do it for you. So That's great. we're like, heck yeah, let's do that if you could. So we're not... I think I'd mentioned this to you earlier. I think this is what mostly MSPs that would be listening to this. We're not in the Robin Robbins or, or Chris Weiser mm-hmm. stack. Not that we're against it, but we really, you know, are kind of at this word of mouth. And if you talk to more mature MSPs than us, not just whatever Dave's doing, you know, but uh, we'll, uh, we're not really hammering the social media that we play. How many emergencies a guy can have in the space of 30 seconds on the side. Isn't it funny? Like like, as soon as you get on the phone, you know, look at me, I'm fixing everything everywhere all the time. Just not you guys on live camera. Right. But we, I mean, the thing for me, Alec is I used to be a headhunter recruiter. So I have a lot of connections as far as it managers, software development managers, uh, when I was recruiting, I did pretty much the entire software development life cycle, um, you know, from tech support at, at a software company all the way up to like architects. But then there's always a tangent that drops into the infrastructure guys. And, and as the um, as the worlds collided and ble- bleeded to yep. bled together, um, a lot of these guys that I've dealt with over the last 15, 20 years have now um been promoted into leadership positions. So if I see that there's a change or a move or something's going on with one other company, I, I really live within LinkedIn and I'll send notes to Dave like, hey, check this out or check that out. Or I'll get, I think with LinkedIn, I, I literally get a daily update of so-and-so hit an anniversary or so-and-so left. Alex Sanders left Beefwipe and he went to XYZ. So I'm always like, mm-hmm. hey dude, I saw that you got a new position, congrats. Yep. And then I'll make a reminder in my file well, here. It's funny too, because everybody's kind of broadcasting what's going on. Right. And, and so you, yeah. you will we'll track down people that don't even know what they don't know because you know, Hey, I'm a, I'm a 60 person company trying to hire a full-time sysadmin. Why are you going to go spend 80, 90 grand on a guy yeah. who's going to be there for a year, fix all your printer problems, realize he's never going to go anywhere. And then he's going to jet. You know, uh, and, and in, being in that space is that sweet spot of yeah. let's have a conversation about about how I mean, you know, we'll, it, it'll cost you less than a full time body 
and you're buying all your licensing too. Like there's so, there's so much value you can stack into that. Yeah, and we're absolutely. flexible enough. You know, we, we really, you know, we prefer to describe ourselves as, as a, as a, a co-managed company, as opposed to a, we're not really a pure play MSP, although we are for some customers, if it makes well, sense, but it's yeah. this slot where even if, even if you're pushing up into a larger size and you've got a full-time guy who's, you know, a, a tier one and a half that's handling, you know, all the, all the handholding and all the user stuff, you guys don't need to have a system engineer on staff. You don't need yeah. to have a $120,000 guy on staff, but you do want to be able to get a hold of one when you need one. Yeah, and so uh, watching LinkedIn employment stuff has been fun for me to see behind the curtain with Corey, just because it's, you know, everybody's telling you what they need, but they don't really they're, know what they need. They're telling, they're telling you, you there's a hole. Yeah. yeah it's, but, it's, but it's they're not telling you what they exactly need. So right. Another example, they don't know. Yeah. Another example, Alex, Alec is um, we, we got uh, introduced to a client that the IT I don't know, what was she, a manager, director? You know what I'm talking about. And she said yet, so. she was dealing with, she came out of another MSP. And, and a thing that Dave didn't, oh yeah, I thought he was going to go there. We almost start telling our clients we're not MSPs, that we're BSPs. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of the word managed service provider, even though that's exactly who we all are. I like, we, we actually are business solution providers and we'll, maybe we'll get into that because of all oh, the different no. things that we're selling or, or solving for them but anyhow back to what dave was saying as far as you know watching people transition from one position or one company to another this uh individual took over as their internal it it was about an 85 90 person company and she needed some external help well we we helped her with the licensing aspect so they got out of I forget what the, who they were with before, but they we took over their C, Microsoft CSP. Well, over the last fourteen months, we have added more and more services in there. So we really are playing the long game. We're not playing the short game. Yeah, we don't but care she, what which toe is the toe that gets jammed yeah, in the door. But once we've got one toe in, twelve yeah. months later, and we and we literally will say, look, hey, we're here to help. Anything we can help you with, we really want to be you know, your outsourced IT and handle everything. They're like, and they were kind of like, no, 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 slow down. We'll just give yeah. you the CSP uh, piece of the business. And then we were like, okay, well, here's how this works. You know, don't change your licenses until the beginning of the month, you know, simple stuff like that. And then it always turns into, okay, so what's, so what else is going on? She literally only lasted two months at that organization, left and went somewhere else. So then they brought in a new person and not to upset anybody that's in their 20s, but he was, you know, it was his first full-time position as an IT manager director. And we were like, dude, we'll just take everything. If you have any questions, we'll take, we'll take, we'll I mean, for people on here, we'd say we take the low-hanging fruit. But what we said to him is we'll take all the problems that you're just like, you don't have time for. So over the last nine months, we've added more and more because yep. we're playing the long game. We're not saying we got to have the whole thing or, or, or run away. Um, they well, and it takes time someday. to build up that trust too. Cause it's, you know, yeah, it's, he didn't it's, know the, us from Adam, it's the old, so, yeah. And it's the yeah. old Bob uh, Coppage adage, you know, I, I'm not here for your job. I know you're brand yeah. new and that we're not, I mean, we can, if you don't want to work here anymore, we'll do everything if you want, <laughs> yeah. but I don't need that. Like we well, don't need to CFO roll was right like, down the hill and this. slaughter everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it really becomes, yeah, that what, what hurts. You know, we're, we, our, our entire industry and our entire company is built on IT Pain. sucks and yeah. people hate it. 
And the, a lot of times we hate it, but they're paying the us to hate it for them. You know what is I mean? Is it the Splunk shirt that says, take the SH out of said So what we said to him then, Alec, was this. Listen, you're probably not, we already know your organization. We're not going to you know, try to scare you, but we know you're going to get, no, you don't get to hire anybody else. You're an 80, 85 person company. You're not going to, you're not going to get to hire anybody else. So we'll take all the stuff off. So, um, we became Jamf partners. So now we are okay. his Apple piece. Uh, we went and did all the research back and forth between Adigy and Jamf and, and Dave's in a, a, a massive Slack channel where somebody's like, dude, you got to go this route. But we've taken that piece. And now we're at the point where he's telling us in the next 90 days that they're going to make a switch for the rest of their uh, MSP business that they had from the previous company. So we've always believed in playing the long game and yep. I think it's going to come around if we don't get it we know I'd be surprised and I don't want to you know curl up and well and it, takes, it, we takes, it. it takes time to learn and that's part of that DSP yeah. uh, mentality of you know I, I joke with Corey all the time we our entire industry is full of uh, solutions looking for problems that's me um, that's what and, I do and it, you know and it takes a lot a lot it takes a while to figure out what you know, obviously there's some non-negotiable standards, right? There's security right. pieces that have to be in place. There's stuff yeah. that like, if you're just a sane, reasonable business person, we're going to do, that makes sense. But once you get past that, you know, first tier of, you know, minimum standard care, you start moving into um, how, how do you guys do business? What's your workflow? Where, where the, you know, it's, it's like, it's like refining a, 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 an assembly line, right? Like I need to yep. watch you guys do your thing so that I can understand uh, the holes are. Yeah, because yeah. well, if I roll in and say, let's move QuickBooks to host your QuickBooks and solve all these problems, and the reality is that that completely breaks everything about how you're doing financing, then I haven't helped you at all. I've created a nightmare. Yeah, um, yeah and, and there's a lot of folks that are real fast to jump and try to shove their solutions into, uh, you know, the square hole. Yeah, yeah the I would say peg square or is the hole square? Yeah, Round, I would say square peg into a you know, round hole, yep. Each one of our clients before, is different. So if it's a square yeah. one, you can't fill it with a round. Anyway. Yeah. What, what, the other thing Dave's saying, um, I had to go look at my LinkedIn to see what it was called. Strength finders. I don't know if you remember that from like a decade ago. <laughs> <laughs> my number one is context. Well, that's because I'm a history major too, right? Okay. So like when Dave's talking about the assembly line, when we get out to these guys, and again, you probably want to know how do we get to them to start with first, but when we get out to them, I'm like, okay, you got to show us the whole thing. Um, in a previous life, when Dave and I worked at another MSP, uh, when we would get leads and go out and talk to people, they would say to us, okay, well, tell us what you are, who you are, what you can do, all this. And I, and I would always, you know, you know, pull the old time out. I'm like, okay, hold on. What are we here for? You know, which is kind of an in-your-face response, but I'm like, you called us, so yep. what's broke or what was yeah, the you, you what came was into the, the ER. that made you call us? <laughs> is your leg broke? Something no, happened. So what happened? What's going on? No, that's a question. I think a lot of people are uncomfortable asking upfront. Well, I think now that you've one. met me for the last you know couple times, <laughs> you know that that is not uncomfortable. That for is me not you, all. yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah. We can always like, be gentle later, but let's figure it's, out what's going on. It's a politer version of what's your problem, but. <laughs> no, listen, we do the same exact thing here with phones, right? I mean, we get somebody calls in and they're, 
well, uh, you know, I want to see this, I want to see this, I want to see this, and that, that's fine. But, you know, what is broken right now? Is it your bill? Yeah. Is it your features? Is it your hardware? Yeah. Right? What is There's 10,000 things you can and, sell, right? And sometimes exactly. you identify the fact that the thing that's broken is you guys, and I'm not going to fix it. And you're going to be mm-hmm. just as mad at me for exactly the same reasons you're mad at your current environment. And Those are out there. <laughs> like, let's we figure that out. Two days you know, the, the sooner we can find that out, the better for everybody. We yeah. were on a call two days ago and the shortest we have fi- fired. <laughs> we've had uh, two clients where we've asked them to be successful elsewhere. How's that? Um, we've had a handful of us. And one, this is where I think Dave and I are real quick or, or I think unique for us. I almost said weird, but I won't let Dave say that at any client meetings. Um, what's unique for us is if it's not working out, we have zero issues with saying this isn't working out. Let's call it what it is. So we had one client last six weeks. That's the one that we were like, she's like, I don't think this is working. I'm like, I agree. Let's get you transition. Do I need to give you a 30 day notice? I'm like, nope, let's just figure it out. If you've got somebody else, let's just do it. And we did it within a week. Um, it took a while to it flip. It was a pretty simple else. environment. Yeah. The other one was at the beginning of this month. Uh, we had a contract that was supposed to start February 1. Um, she's not on this call, so I, I'll say whatever I want to say. She uh, literally was starting to light us up the weekend before on stuff that she needed. She had a new hire starting on Monday. This is on Wednesday. I need you to buy a laptop. I need you to configure it, whole thing. And it needs to be up and ready to go at her place on Monday in Tennessee at eight o'clock. We're like, okay, no. And she literally was just hammering us. Uh, And we're like, this isn't going to work out. Well, here was the issue. Just so you know, like, how do you screw this up so fast, right? With this second one, the one that was just in February, um, the guy that needed the assistance he was the internal IT guy. And he's like, hey, we want to do this. We want to get to the cloud. We want to do this. We're like, fantastic. He's actually my neighbor. Um, and we're like, okay, we can do all this. So he, we talked him through it and did all this, spent probably a month doing it. Well, then the CEO of the organization is the person that we didn't talk to. And that is who we should have been talking to the whole time. Because she, yeah, her, we're like, okay, we can do this. She wanted this. And I'm like, well, if you want that, you, I don't want to say you got to pay for it, but it just yeah. wasn't, the, the pain factor was too high. So we're like, this isn't going to work. He agreed. He apologized. We're all friends still, you know, but we, we've, we've laid an egg or two in the past anyhow, where, I mean, that's the most recent one. So it just doesn't always work out. I think you have to be able to pivot as quick as possible to Absolutely. say, hey, we're not going to do this. Because the flip side of that is, the nonprofit that we're dealing with that we would like to land, um, they signed a three-year agreement uh, with like a regional player. And in their contract, it was a six month out. They had to give a six month notice if they were going to move on. Well, they're so pissed off at their current MSP that when they're putting this out to RFP here in the next quarter, they, they won't even let them bid on it. But if you, if, if you're not, if you're not in it together, then you need to get out. So anyhow, back yeah. to, you know, how did we find them? The other nonprofit had talked to us. We had actually spoken to this nonprofit three years ago in a previous life. Hmm. And we just kept our finger on the pulse. Like, Hey, how are you guys doing? What's going on? So again, we don't just like send an email, have a conversation and then go away. 
we're literally like, okay, look, probably arrogant, but I'm like, look, you're going to do business with us sooner or later. So we'll wait, you know, <laughs> and, and it took three years for us to get to this point. Again, we don't have the contract, but we're actually helping them write the RFP. Are you, uh, are you incentivizing those uh, referrals for the existing clients? No. no? Very nice. No, I learned a long well, time I mean, ago. We're incentivizing referrals are garbage. <clears throat> we're incentivizing yeah, it from the perspective of remember how much your life sucked and how it doesn't suck now. Who do you know whose life sucks? What do you want to pay it for? We, we all want to help our friends out. <laughs> yeah. So it's more. Here's it's a burrito. Like, uh, Here's it's a, a pain, burrito. It's a pain removal incentivization, I guess. <laughs> Very yeah. fair. Yeah. No, I mean, I've worked at a handful of vendors over, over my time, and I've definitely seen referral programs that are just send a lead. And oh, I agree with you. I think that's dude, the worst. Dude, when I was an internal <laughs> recruiter at a software company and we had a referral program, our CFO came up with a great guy. You know, hey, we'll give you 500 bucks if you refer a, a you know, software developer. I got literally like 100 <laughs> resumes that were just a pile of hot garbage. And I'm like, what in the world is this? I want 500 bucks. I'm like, no. So I, we had to shut it down. So anytime oh, I we, see a paid We referral, bought some thank you lunches. Yeah, but, or uh, even if I see a vendor not, say, we'll not give you programmatically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I know you're writing us a check for being on here. That's great. Which, which thank you. Thank you. Yeah, in Anytime. advance. Yeah. Dinner on me when, when we're over. But yeah, we don't do paid. <laughs> I, well, we don't do paid referrals. And anytime I see referrals that are paid, I'm like, eh. I found some success when I've done, um, you know, pay upon uh, success, right? So if, for instance, if it's a hiring, um, you know, if, if you, if you put somebody into the program, they do get hired. Then at, uh, I think the most successful one I ever saw was at six months, you got half of the payment and at 12 months, you got the other half. So like they had to really be in it and working for you to actually get paid out on it. Yeah. That I felt wasn't too bad. Um, but I've, I've also been on the other side, like that you makes said, sense. Where, yeah. you just get dumped on from horrible stuff and, it's making more work than, than it is good. Yeah. I, I guess I just live on LinkedIn, you know, and yeah. um, I sat in on a Robin Robbins uh, seminar yesterday and, and I got a little hyped up and Dave's like, okay, calm down. But, you know, there literally is, you have to pay attention to every avenue and angle. I mean, like I said, I had a referral from my neighbor, just didn't work out, but mm -hmm. that's okay. I'm still listening to it. Um, when, when we're having our QBRs with our clients, we're like, okay, you know, anybody else that's going through this? We have one client. I'm like, um, he's actually in the real estate business and he's actually doing okay. Despite the pandemic, I'm like, well, who else should I talk to? And he goes, no, I'm not even going to turn you on to anybody else. I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. But we'll ask it once or twice and then we'll leave it alone. Yeah. But, Makes sense. Do you, um, are you using any tools alongside LinkedIn, Navigator? Oh my gosh. Seamless? Yes. I mean, I thought you were going to ask me if I was going to use any CRMs and I was going to just blast <laughs> Salesforce right now. Put them on blast. Dave's <laughs> laughing. I've got a story on that one. But uh, I'm using LinkedIn Sales Navigator. When we get 300 employees, we'll revisit yeah. sales. My wife's not home because I have it on my Southwest card so I can get points, but I probably only go in there once a week <laughs> to look at it because I'm still getting plenty of other stuff. I mean, I yeah. have like 6,000 connections, Alec, and that's just from the recruiter days. But yep, um, I still do make lists in there, and then I end up just coming around to just people who I know. So I guess if anybody was going to like hire 
like a biz dev guy, I would find somebody that was getting out of the recruiting industry that was doing uh, recruiting in like IT infrastructure is probably, if, if we got to the point where we needed to hire a biz dev person, that's what I would look for. You know, somebody that was probably at a Robert Half or a tech systems that had to grind out X number of phone calls or, or visits and meets because they would know everybody in your territory. I mean, the Robert Half guys, and that was a long time ago for me. I was 20. I was like post 9-11 for me. Um, those guys know everybody. And that's exact. That's probably who you should hire as far as a biz dev if you're looking for leads and um, or, tech, you know, somebody like that. Uh, what is there? There's like a, a dozen of them now. Robert oh, Hale, yeah. Tech Systems, Modus. Tech Systems is one I'm seeing a lot. But yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of them out there. There's regionalized ones. Or yeah. if you wanted to go the engineering route, then that's the guys at Aerotech because that's the sister company. But that's yep. who I would probably really target if we wanted to get somebody on our staff to uh, really crank out. Dials. But I would make sure that they they actually can pick up the phone too. I mean, again, not to date myself, we didn't have you know LinkedIn. We actually had to make phone calls and go. They were door. literally printing out MapQuest yeah. so they could get in the car and go see people. That's how I bought my first car. MapQuest and a three-hour drive. It's a joke. He's. I always say Map. <laughs> Such an ass. What an ass. Um, no, we, we would draw directions in the dirt like we were drawing up. Corey, pull over. That gas station will have directions. Sycamore tree. That's where the clients are at. Yeah. Always yeah. landmarks. Always landmarks. Yeah. You know, I just we joke, but, but the funny thing is that even in the even in the, the extraordinarily digitally connected world that we live in now, it's a, it's always absolutely stunning to me every single time that every single thing that we ever do with a client always ends up ultimately coming back to just, they're just people. Sit down, say hi, look them in the eye, shake their hand. I mean, it's been hard this last year. But get on Zoom and eyeball it, look right at the camera. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, nothing's changed. People are people. And, and even though we're selling, you know, high-tech cybersecurity and business process improvement shenanigans, it's all just, I'm a guy with a business and this hurts and yeah. you can make it better. Let's go. What he's not telling you too is when we go out and talk to people is you have to, <laughs> you have to have that balance. <laughs> Everybody knows where I'm going. You have to have that balance. I'm like, oh yeah, we can do that. Well, I'm the sales guy. Dave's like, no, oh, we can't. Reel it in. <laughs> and then I, then I have to kick him under the table. I'm like, don't say the weird, weird word weird. He said that at one client. Like, oh, your infrastructure is weird. I'm like, no, nah, the word is unique. You know. <laughs> no, he just he just introduces me as the uh, the office of no. So I said, no, no, no. Well, kind of needs one of those. Kind of, but not like he's Maybe. telling you. He's like, Corey means. <laughs> we can find a way, but it's going to be expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Not us. I've got somebody to refer you to. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. No, it's it, honestly, we've, uh, we've seen a lot of success with, um, I don't know if you've ever tried this, the tool Seamless, but if you're a big LinkedIn user, that's a pretty slick tool. Which is it? What's it called? Uh, Seamless.ai. So it's essentially, it's a search query that uh, connects via Chrome and it can uh, automatically create um, contacts within your HubSpot or your Salesforce, whatever CRM you're using. Um, but it also connects to the Navigator. So you can pull up to like 2,500 contacts a day and it'll actually go through. Okay. And yeah, I just pulled it up. I'll have to take a peek at this. Pretty cool. I should get a paid plug for that. 
Seamless, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> Alexa's listening. Always. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I think um, I think there are some great tools out there. I think LinkedIn is something huge that people aren't using enough. Um, you know, MSPs are referral-based businesses. You're not following your clients and you know their clients and and getting you know connected out there you're going to struggle, you know, and we're not in the days where you brought your computer, you know, somebody brings their computer into your shop, like normal, that's probably a lot less. You know, you gotta, you gotta find other ways to get evolve a bit. Well, yeah. And if you're my customer and you don't think highly enough of what we're doing for you to want to tell anybody else about us, then we should sit down and talk because, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, that's, that's, that's minimum standard care. If I, okay, fine. You feel better, but you, uh, that's it. If that's all that's left and there's been nothing else added into the relationship at all, then, then we've missed the boat. We realize this is revolutionary, what I'm about to say. So everyone pay attention. But uh, yeah, we, we don't sign and we won't sign long-term contracts. Um, for example, like again, back to this nonprofit, we've, we've got probably 200 seats in the hopper that we're trying to close this quarter. But the one client, because they were stuck in such a long-term contract and they couldn't get out, the animosity and the angst that they have, oh my gosh, just terrifies me. So what, what we do with our contracts is we write it that it's an annual contract. Um, but if they give us, depending on the size, if it's like, you know, 20 or less, we'll, we'll write it so we can get out in 30 days, you know, but we got transition. If it's a little bit larger than that, we want a little bit longer, but um if you don't want to be married to us, why are we going to hold you hostage? You know, and we saw that a lot with the pandemic last year where people were just pissed at their MSP. And there was also another MSP out here in Denver in seems so long ago, November of 2019, where they got, I forget the name of the bug sounded Russian, but their uh, RMM tool got hacked and all of these guys got shut down the clients. And one of our eventual clients, did pay a ransom um, between 15 and 20,000, but then he wanted out of his contract and he's still in a contract. And I'm like, dude, you're not going to hold him hostage, even though you got a contract and you just hose them. So yeah. we, like what Dave's saying, yeah. we will, we'll sign a one-year contract. And what that contract means is we won't change pricing for a year, period. That's what it is to protect them and to protect us. But if you're like, hey, this isn't working out, whether it's two days or six weeks, hey, let's, you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to, maybe it's more like dating. If you don't want to keep dating us, then we're done. But that forces us then to take care of the client on a month to month. You know, we're not just sending an invoice. Hey, thanks. Have a nice day. We're actually reaching out, which I don't do enough of anyhow. Right, Dave? So... We actually do the same thing um, from a big really? angle. Yeah, we do um, 30 day opt out. You know, for us, George, when he started it out of his MSP, he said, I've lost an MSP client. It sucks. Uh, last thing it I want to do. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Last thing you want to do is turn around to somebody like you and say, oh, you lost a client. That's really rough. I'll send you that bill in 30 days. <laughs> that's, that's not right. right? Well, it's we, we've seen that in the VoIP space, too. Uh, yeah. I had asked earlier if I could say it, so I'll say it. Uh, cool. We have a client that got merged. We had a client that had a division they bought out of Seattle that it was going to, you know, whatever. And one of them was on one VoIP. Another one was on 8x8. 
And then we helped them port out of eight by eight into another platform. And we had sent an email to uh, eight by eight that, hey, we're porting these numbers out this set. They're like, okay, great. Well, then they sent us another bill. We're like, what are you doing? Well, the contract auto renewed. Like we asked for these numbers to be ported out. Well, sorry, the contract auto renewed. I'm like, okay, well, what do we got to do to get out of it? Well, you got to pay the- What was that, two months ago? It. Feels like three years ago because it's taken- <laughs> So- Yeah, yeah, we can get out of the, we can get out of the contract them. early. If we, yeah, if you can get out of the contract early. You need to pay the remainder 11 the months. The entire contract. It's a load of crap. Jeez. We are still going back and forth. And I'm like, you guys, you are billing- no- They've had enough internal committee meetings- that they should the, have cost just of the, the cost of the contract is like four grand. The, yeah. Between the, our time and their time, we're at like twelve thousand freaking right dollars Let them out. of people's brain yeah. power and labor hours that have been flushed down the toilet, and we still don't really know and, if they're going to actually cancel the. Yeah, like I this have, is, I'm the one that has to send the reminder every week. Any update, and I'm not real good about reminders and all. Oh, oh I, I was just thinking about you, and I'm like, no, you weren't. So you anyway. Weren't. It's, it's, yeah, that scene, it's that scene from the Incredibles where the old lady's trying to get the insurance payment out and he's like, here's the 95 steps that you can cut through the bureaucracy to get, just freaking do the right thing. It's a small company. It's a $4,000 contract. Why yeah. are we still talking about this? Yeah. So we've no, even said terrible. things like this, Alec, like, hey, we're a five person organization to do what's right for our client. We'll eat it versus you're a 2000 person company. And we're, we're, we're dealing with all this red tape. And to Corey's point, he makes it sound like we have to cut people off in two days, which is not the case. But vice versa, man, if I have done the wrong thing and you want to get away from us, I'm not going to stab you in your freaking eye on the way out the door. What? Yeah, yeah, no way. That's what all I like. want is for you to be successful. I want us to be successful. I want you to be successful. If it's not going to work and I'm not going to make you successful, I want to help you be successful with somebody else. Yeah, it's even though we joke, be successful of, elsewhere. We're not a fit. No. Just not I've seen fit. I've seen so many cases though, where, you know, if it's handled right, right. In those situations where it was two days and you have a false start and, you know, things go right. That if you do it right and you handle it right, that person, the likelihood of them coming back is pretty high. Cause when they look at it and they get to the next provider, the next provider is horrible. And they're like, wow, you know, those guys were really nice. That was the rest of this conversation this week was (laughs) we, we got rid of Salesforce as our CRM because I'm like, we just don't need it. It was $300 a year. I just wanted to make sure we didn't auto renew it. I've now had seven emails and two phone calls (laughs) to kill a $25 a month thing. And they think it's customer service. I'm like, now it's harassment. But we also got rid of another QBR product software. So we were going to combine. So there was Salesforce. Dave and I were just cleaning up the books this month. There was a a consolidation. And then uh, another organization that really how do I say this? They're the master of warranty information. How's that? Sometimes you get a thorn in the pads on your foot and it really just it scales up. There. It scales up to a place where it just yeah. hurts. So we were combining the, the, the QBR software with the warranty and we found another QBR software um, that we really like these guys. So I had to call the one um, warranty company and that was pretty easy, but they're like, hey, you have to pay another month because you have to give us 30 days. Dave and I are totally cool with that. The other organization, this is what triggered it, Alec, is what you had said was 
they're like, oh my gosh, we're so sorry to see you go. We're cancel your account. You'll get paid through, you know, you'll, you'll have access to it to the end of the month. We just don't auto renew it. So it was only like two weeks more. And they ended that email with, if you ever want to come back, if you ever, you know, whatever, we'll always take you back, which I was like, that's the right way to do it versus seven emails, two yeah. phone calls, or, uh, and in that context, it was purely a workflow. For it was purely a workflow situation for us, right? So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm only making a decision in this area based on how we're doing something and getting it across. So yeah. now, it, you know, in all of the places that we interact with the community, and in all the channels that we're in, and all the places we talk, you know, it was cloud radio. I'll just say it; those guys are top oh, notch. Fantastic. They're Love they're absolute guys. pros. I liked their product. It's an excellent product. And if it's doing what you need it to do, then keep using it. But just yeah. as an organization, as a company, that's what I hope people see when they look at us or if they go Same sideways with us, with us yeah. and we interact oh, with totally. them somehow in that way. And everybody leaves and says, well, it didn't work out, but it's like we're all adults here, right? Like, why, yeah. how is that this deep? Well, we start every conversation with our clients our, like that. It's just bizarre. Like, right out of the gate. <laughs> we'll tell them that. Why is this something. special? Yeah. If we work out, great. If we don't, we'll point in the right direction. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like you touched on something right there, right? Because we talked about closing business up front, but I think this is just as important. It's something everyone needs to think about. I mean, you should have an internal process and probably in your MSA, how your offboarding looks. What that well, process that was the other looks thing. like. With one of those clients, they, we said, we're done. And they said, okay, here's how it's going to work. A, B, C, D, E, F. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. They've got this as painless as possible because another client we had that started pretty much January 1, I think he started January 1, the offboarding from the previous MSP was atrocious. I'm like, what are you guys doing? You know, oh, no, we got to bill you for a partial payment on your Microsoft licenses because we couldn't, we couldn't roll the CSP over on January 1. So we're going to send you an invoice for four days of your licenses. I'm like, dude. Now you're nickel and diming. Now you're just being an ass. Yeah. So stop, you know. That's but, a great way to never get that business again. Well, and I think part 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 of the way that this works too that, that needs to be said as well is that the, the 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 idea of easy out, you know, or relatively painless out is still built on and predicated upon. I, I'm not worried about us landing your business for the next 12 months. I'm trying to figure out how are we going to be interacting with each other and how are we going to be supporting you and helping you in five years. Not that I'm assuming that we're going to be here in five years, but I'd like to be because th that's what we're, we're playing. Want. The we long want game. all to come together yeah. so that we're able to put together and help you with your business processes so much that it, there's no question in five years or for another annual renewal. Here we go. Let's do it again, of course, because we're such a, 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 a and, and embedded is the wrong word because, you know, ingrown toenails are embedded. It's um, a relationship. But, such oh a gosh. such yeah such an integrated part of the ongoing oh solution God. and continuing to bring well think about it how many people and one of the ones you were talking about earlier today they've been so their their board is risk averse because i literally said you guys have two years left in this contract it's the worst contract i've ever seen in my life you are in an <laughs> abusive relationship abusive. but i don't say that i don't say that lightly to make light i i <laughs> I'll run. We ran. We ran network scans. We did network audit for them. Oh Said, yeah. I've stuff this here. Bad. Not only I'm getting angry just remembering, but not <laughs> only can part. we give you, not only can we give you cause to get out of this contract. I'll freaking testify. You need to sue their asses. Like this is negligible, unconscionable, 
almost intentional. It's unique, Dave. It's use so the word bad. unique. Don't it's use weird. So bad. <laughs> and this is a big multi-city MSP. It just blows my freaking mind. Yeah. So the board's like, no, we 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 went sideways on a contract and it went to litigation and we're never going to do that again. So you so we're going to write it out. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> But yeah. now they literally are walking around trying to function with this like festering infected stick in their side. Like, it, like just an breaks my, it just breaks my heart. What are you, what oh, are we man. doing? So anyway, I don't remember what my point was, but it, it's just. You just wanted to get angry. What was my point? I, God bless. Grab no. your coffee cup <laughs> with the little pouty. We're just talking about what an off board looks like. And, and, and you're right. Yeah. I mean, the amount of people that we've had come back to <laughs> us is actually huge. Um, you know, and, hey. and, it, and I, I like to think it goes back to that, right? When, I remember what my point us. was. Yeah, it's exactly what you're saying, which is that I don't want you to be sitting around waiting for me to die early because of our three-year contract. <laughs> yeah. I want us to be in a 10-year contract that every single year you say, I really hope you're not firing me as a client because I love you, right? They got lazy because they knew they had a three-year contract is really what it is. Oh, it's the worst I thing I got seen. you. You know, we're going to make half a million dollars off you over the life of this contract. Get over it. You know, I, I seriously am going to write a book as soon as we get them extracted successfully. It, it's just, it's the most, un, it's, it's like these horror stories you see where, you know, Did some you dentists in the, you're kind of some, hangry. I am hangry. Well, you know, you see these things where like, there's this, you know, there's this uh, doctor somewhere in the Midwest that turns out he's got like 85 bodies in his garage, like. People trust you. You're telling them that you're going to do this stuff. And not only are you not doing it, you're actively. Anyway, I'm done. No, no, no. You don't. He wants it, He wants everyone to ask you a question. Like what? you're giving all of us a bad name. <laughs> uh, it just you make the whole industry look like a whole bunch of, of just, you know, road sharks. So it says it's, it makes me so angry. Honestly, I've seen it. I've seen an eight year VoIP contract, which is terrifying. And just from a technology perspective, dude, we're going to have flying phones in eight dude, years, dude. <laughs> right? We very well could. Alec, here's another one. Uh, at that one client where the uh, guy, it was his first IT manager. Yeah. They were, they've paid how many years? They've seven oh years. My gosh. They had a seven year contract with my tower. It's not even the contract. They've just been paying the, on the, hardware. On the phones. They've been paying the, on the, hardware. On, the hard, on the phones for like seven. I'm like, guys, you bought these phones like nine times. So that's the thing. Like that's the nine worst part. times you bought these phones. <laughs> Nobody cares. I'm like, and the worst part there is somebody like you is going to come in and has to handle it and and service those, and that phone should have been replaced two or three times in that. Yes. Yeah, we're going to have a hard time explaining the times. Correct. But somebody who paid for a nine year contract is going to expect <laughs> those phones to work for eighteen years. Yeah, that's the scary part. And, and that's like any any kind of hardware. I mean, that's. It's a very hard thing to deal with. So definitely something I've run into. I Good feel times. There. Ask another question. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. So what are you guys doing right now for prospecting? What are you, I mean, obviously we talked about LinkedIn. Are you, are you doing any? You know what? We have enough clients or? right now. We're totally fine. We don't need any more. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I you just want like to see Dave lose his totally mind. comfortable. <laughs> I'm really just pushing his <laughs> buttons now that he <laughs> what are we doing for new clients oh man i mean obviously linkedin's a major one for you um are you seeing anything work locally are you guys trying any direct mail or any digital no direct or... mail uh, we're really not we're really not spending money 
uh, to be honest with you. And uh, I mean, a little bit here and there with some of the, like the LinkedIn stuff. And uh, um, we're starting to play around with some targeted ads. uh, But really we've kind of been the last, I don't know, six months or so we've kind of been in this, in this uh, like growth. um, Our growth has been internal with our, with our clients. Where I'm, where I'm kind of like, we do not need to turn on some mechanism whereby we suddenly have 300 more leads to deal with. Like, we're uh, we're, we we're, we're we're doing that that foot, uh, you know, one foot in front of the other bit. Where you know, we gotta we gotta kind of coil before the next. Listen, he's the IT guy. He doesn't want to do it. He but, doesn't. He's remember, he's the no <laughs> guy. Like, you know, we'll, we'll quadruple this year. Yeah. That sounds good, but warn me before <laughs> we, you do that, we, would you? We, <laughs> we probably are adding one new client a month on that's great average they will argue really with me here it's, it's been probably, a good it's been a good it's been a good pace yeah it's been a good our discussion year. is more is more yeah how do, what are we going to do next to turn up and match you know because a lot of it's just been who, who do we know and it's all been word of mouth and it's all been you know and, and i i've kind of been waiting for it to run out frankly and it hasn't yet but but so, we're still so part of that discussion is yeah, money. what are we going to do in the next six months where it's time to start throwing some money at just generating those uh, that first round of because uh, if, if you give us somebody that's remotely interested in buying services, that's really all we need. I mean, yeah, you know, it's not it's not a very delicate dance from that from that moment that we're, we're good at that. But generating give me 30 people that are interested. That's that's something we're still we're still uh, experimenting with. You know, one thing I'll, I'll leave you guys with is something we've seen a lot of success with in our partner base is um, utilize your vendors. Um, and I know my team's like, you have some leads for us. A- That's great. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, we do give out leads. Listen, but- what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, MDF funds, MDF is huge. Yeah. yeah. We saw that right. the other day. Yeah. Uh, somebody had said one of the vendors will do LinkedIn targeted marketing ads. So I need to circle back with that. Lenovo's got a great program. Datto's got a great program. Most of the, you know, the bigger guys, they're looking for people to just raise their hand and say, hey, we'll give you leads. You know, Microsoft, what was that office that was in the mall, Dave? Remember from Microsoft? Microsoft Yeah. The Microsoft store, they called it. Yeah. There was a couple of leads that, you know, came out of there. Um, Nice. A couple of them were hot garbage, but I mean, still. Then they closed them all down, so. (laughs) Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. For we're us, not, a, um, not allowed out of our houses in Colorado. Ugh. Yeah. I'm in New York. I'm pretty much same boat. <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> we, can, we can leave. You just have to put a hood on, but yeah. We, um, you know, for us, it, it's always just been about the partner that raises their hand and has a plan. You know, and that, that's a big thing I'd say with it is, you know, think a little bit or just ask the vendor, Hey, what have you seen work? Um, yeah. You know, well, here's another one that'll scare you. So we just became last pass partners is that the right way to say it dave mm-hmm. i think that's acceptable it's acceptable. so last night they sent me an encyclopedia of information which oh my god it was a rabbit hole which was fantastic but now i just need to read through it all and figure out how to you know pimp it out to everything but uh yeah you're right the the, the good ones have <laughs> you need to find some solutions for that problem right what are Wait. we doing here oh man all right. Well, I know we are getting up to the hour here. Um, oh my God, really? So, I told you we could talk for hours. Yeah, that was hey, quick. We could, we could, and we'll definitely have you guys back. I mean, these sessions are always fun. And well, you, we'll um, let you think about that. You might change. 
<laughs> I will say it here officially first. We would love to have you guys back. Uh, now you guys have been a blast, and it, it, it's just nice to hear it from the front line, right? I mean, what, you know, what people are seeing, what people are hearing. Um, you know, I hope you know you guys see some value in this in, in the future, yeah. right? From future sessions, and if you we won't sugarcoat it. You'll definitely know that. So, <laughs> I hope you don't. At, at this no. point, I would not expect it. So, um, <laughs> no, it, it, it's been a blast. Um, for anybody else that's listening, if you guys have any questions, um, you know, do you, do you want a way that people can reach you if, if they want to? Or, I mean, are you guys teaming up with any MSPs out there or any kind of collaborative projects where you, you might want to throw out some contact info or website for anybody to reach you? <laughs> I'm definitely Corey. I can't. My greyhound is barking his head off in the background right now. <laughs> So I had to well, mute. I can't. Hear. Don't worry about it. You can definitely reach Corey on LinkedIn, and yeah. I guess you can reach Dave there as well. Castlerocksky.com. We're both there. Perfect. Pretty sure our emails are on there too. Perfect. And for anybody else, um, you know, thank you for attending, and obviously, thank you to both of our panelists today. Appreciate you guys. I know it's obviously not easy to run a business. Taking an hour out of it is, is a big ask. So oh, I worked the whole time. It. <laughs> we saw you. We saw you. <laughs> yep. Um, but, we had fun, Alec. Thanks, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, appreciate it, it was a blast. You guys were a lot of fun. Um, and you know, we'll be back every Tuesday and Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern time. We're here. So I'll see everybody next week. Thanks again. Right on. Thanks, Alec. Bye, guys. <laughs>